guys, what is good? This is Morgan Mueller coming at you with the Joy and Hope podcast, where we seek to bring light to the dark. We actually have each of these episodes begin as a YouTube video. So if you would like to watch the original content on YouTube, search my name, Morgan, M-O-R-G-A-N, Mueller, M-U-E-L-L-E-R, on YouTube, look for the Joy and Hope logo. But otherwise, thanks for being here. Enjoy the podcast. Hey, guys. So as the title for this video attests, this is a commentary on the movie Coco, not Hot Coco, though my thoughts on Coco are it's amazing. It is amazing, especially this time of year when it is getting freezing cold. I don't know about you, but at least in Missouri, it's getting freezing cold. Don't know where you're from, where you live, but it is very cold here. And so Coco is most welcome. But I was inspired today to talk about the movie Coco, which first and foremost, if you have not seen, it's one of the most recent, I think it's Disney Pixar, not just Disney, not just Pixar, Disney Pixar um, movies, and it's awesome. I really like it. I think it is really well done for a lot of reasons, and so the commentary today that I felt inspired to share is going to be a mix of what I believe the movie does really well, but also what I think it does not do well at all. Um, so first and foremost, some of the things that it does really well. So it is beautifully animated, first of all. And I think it's a beautiful tribute to Mexican culture, to Hispanic culture. Um, I don't know how much Disney or Pixar has worked with that particular with that particular culture before, if at all. But I think it's a really beautiful tribute and does a really good job of reaching that culture. However, um, with that being said, it is animated, so there's that. But I think it's really well done. I think the animation does a really good job of portraying what a typical Mexican village would look like. I haven't been to any, but... It's really beautiful, really realistic, and I think animation in the last several years has come so far. So, first of all, it's beautifully made, beautifully animated. And second is a very cool tribute, I think, to Hispanic culture. Um, and in particular, if you have not seen the movie or if you have, the central, I would say, theme is based on the Spanish holiday, I don't want to get it wrong, um, Dia de los Muertos, so the Day of the Dead. It's celebrated November 2nd, um, around that time every year. So around the Feast of the Catholic Church's Feast of All Souls. So the day that, as I've said in a previous video, is based on praying for the de deceased in purgatory. So those who are on their way to heaven. Um, don't quote me on that. I don't know exactly when Dio de los Muertos falls every year, but All Souls Day in the Catholic Church is November 2nd. So anyway, in this movie, um, Dio, Dio de los Muertos is kind of the theme, the Day of the Dead. And um, I, it's honestly something that I was never super familiar with and a little skeptical about growing up. Because first of all, it seems kind of scary. Like people are painting skulls and stuff like that. 
maybe my first introduction to this holiday was through the kids animated show Maya and Miguel when I was little and I was like they're like painting schools and stuff that's freaky that's weird I don't understand it and how often are we scared of things we don't understand so that was little Morgan I did not like it um, but now growing in my appreciation for different cultures and especially like how different cultures can incorporate truths and specifically like truths of the Catholic faith. I really enjoy Dia de, Dia de los Muertos, even if I cannot say it. Hashtag humility. Um, the St. Louis Review, the Catholic newspaper in St. Louis, um, recently did a story on this particular holiday feast, whatever you would call it. And it was really beautiful. And it was all about how this feast commemorates the dead. It's a great way to remember to pray for the dead. So that above all is what I think Coco does really well. This movie, whether they mean it to or not, it addresses that, um, that it's so important to remember the dead, our deceased relatives, our deceased friends, um, even if the movie doesn't say, like, it's important to pray for them, I think Dia de los Muertos as an actual, in real life, feast holiday um, is really cool for that reason. It is literally a reason to come together to pray for the dead. Now, with that being said, in the movie, it also shows how part of this holiday involves making ofrendas, so altars, where people will place... Um, memorabilia of deceased family and friends. So pictures, their favorite foods, their favorite toys, memories of them, different things like that. Um, and at first I was very skeptical about that because I'm like, why are we putting these people on an altar? But then I realized it's really no different than um, different churches that have saints or other holy persons who might not be canonized saints, but have still um, died, different priests, sisters, things like that who are buried under altars or who are commemorated in churches or different relics that are placed in churches. It's not that we worship those things. It's not that people who put up ofrendas are worshiping these things. It's just a beautiful way to honor these people. And whether we're praying to them as canonized saints or praying for them on these ofrendas, our family and friends, it's a really beautiful tribute. A really beautiful tribute. So as long as we're not worshiping them, but praying for them, or if they're canonized saints, of course, praying to them, that's awesome. Um, so I really appreciate that about the movie and about this holiday in real life. Also, this is so random, but I feel like my shirt is really bright. I just noticed that. So if that's distracting, I'm really sorry. Um, so those are a couple things that I think the movie Coco does really well, um, bringing about this holiday and pointing out in so many words, it's good to remember the dead, um, but further, because we should pray for them. Because in the movie, there is this really focal point of we have to remember them because they are in danger of being forgotten. And it is a danger, not just because of their memory, but, and here's what the movie does not do well. So note that really fast. It's good that the movie points out that we need to remember the dead. But in the movie, it's because they make it seem like if they are forgotten about, i.e. if their picture isn't put on the ofrenda altar thing, they're going to disappear entirely. They will go out of existence in heaven or 
wherever they go in Coco because it's not heaven. We'll get to that in a second. Um, at least not heaven proper. That's, that's not right. Um, if I forget to pray for my grandpa who died four years ago, or if I don't put his picture on an ofrenda every whenever, November 2nd, whenever Dia de los Muertos is, sorry, whenever it is, my grandpa's not going to go out of existence if I don't do that. Like the movie makes it seem. However, um, sorry, in the movie, it's not just that, oh, you don't put their picture up one year, they're gone forever. It's, it's just if people forget them. But still, my grandpa's not going to go out of, out of existence if I don't keep putting his picture up or thinking about him actively. God holds him in existence for all eternity. He's not going anywhere. However, um, it is true that to forget to pray for loved ones is extremely dangerous because they could be in purgatory for a lot longer than necessary. So in a previous video... Um, I talked about the importance of praying for the dead, especially having masses offered for deceased relatives, friends, things like that. So that is worth noting, um, that it's not just about remembering them. I, I shouldn't just once a year or however often put up pictures of my grandpa or make his favorite food. As wonderful as those things are, I should also do so out of love and as a prayer. If I do those things, it should be as a prayer and I should offer prayers as well. So especially prayers like the Chaplet of Divine Mercy that Jesus granted to St. Maria Faustina, um, a nun from Poland who had visions, mystical visions of Jesus and his divine mercy. The Rosary, which Our Lady um, gave to St. Dominic and asked to be prayed in her name. Mass, the best thing we could offer for the deceased is Mass. So. These are really important things to remember. And in the movie Coco, it can be very dangerous because the way it portrays um, deceased family members or friends is if you forget about them. Like once once their great grandkids, etc., forget about them, then they disappear entirely from existence. Not true. God knows you. God knows me. God knows your great, 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 great grandfather and everyone in your family and all of your friends from all time and from all eternity, and he will not forget about them, even if we and our families do. So praise God for that. Um, he holds us into existence. Now, the other thing I would like to say that the movie Coco does not do well, um, granted, it's not like a theological movie, so it's totally fun, and like, as far as being fantastical, Great movie. So it's it's not like, oh, don't watch it. I highly recommend this movie. But just note, it's not theologically sound. So the movie portrays that like when you die, you go to this, I don't even know, heaven of sorts, but everyone's a skeleton there, which one is weird. That's not how it works. When we die, um, if we're buried in the ground, our skeleton will remain there. Upon our death, our soul leaves our body and is immediately brought before Christ. And we are judged based on how well we loved in our life. And we are then immediately sent to one of three places. Hell, heaven, or purgatory. No in between. So, um, in this movie, it's strange because it's like suddenly they're all skeletons. And it seems like you're going to be a skeleton forever. Not true. 
Um, so that's something the movie doesn't do theologically soundly. Is that a term? Um, so that happens. Um, and another thing that's not super accurate about that is like everyone goes there, good, bad, or otherwise. Um, and like it's this big city and that kind of a thing. And so that's also like not exactly how it works. Um, and at the end of time, that is when the resurrection of the bodies will occur. Again, previous video that we've touched on these things with, but wanted to bring it up again in light of this movie. Um, and that's when the resurrection of the bodies will occur. The body and soul will reunite and you will have a glorified, we will have a glorified body just as Christ did when he rose from the dead. And it is going to be awesome. I also... Um, had a priest tell me within the last year that, fun fact, never knew this before he told me, everyone in heaven is said to be the age of Christ. I believe he told me that Mary revealed that to St. Bernadette at Lourdes um, in France. And so everyone is said to be the age of Christ, the age of perfection, uh, the age of Christ when he died. I'm sorry. So the age of 33, which is also fascinating because in the movie Coco, it seems like you go to like you you go to the heaven or whatever and you stay the age you were when you died which is really trippy because then when the great grandma sorry spoilers if you don't want to hear stop the video now go watch it come back to this moment 12 minutes 55 seconds in when coco the great grandma yeah the great grandma dies she like goes to heaven with her mom and dad and they're both younger and she's like this old woman and they're all hanging out, walking around together. And the mom and dad are like holding her hands like she's a little kid again. It's really weird. So it's like, thank goodness in heaven we're not all like that. And we don't all have to be old people because, I mean, let's be honest. I've never been old yet, but I would imagine that things start to like hurt a little bit at that point. And I would definitely want to be young again in heaven. So that's something cool to look forward to. Um, so those are just a couple of things that I think the movie Coco does really well, but also not well, at least not from a theological standpoint. But it is definitely worth seeing. It brings to light, for sure, um, some really cool points about remembering our loved ones and remembering the dead in a beautiful and positive way, which is something that I think as Americans, we don't always do super well. I think sometimes we're afraid of death and we kind of push it off to the side. Um, or that whenever we think about our deceased family and friends, that it brings about a sadness and we don't think about having a party. But I think the Hispanic culture does a beautiful job of embracing death and saying, no, let's celebrate life. Let's celebrate their lives and also pray for them while we're at it. So my two cents on the movie Coco. If you've seen it, let me know what you think. Comment below. If you haven't seen it, please go watch it. Rewatch this video and tell me what you think below. And I look forward to reading the comments. Until next time, guys. Thanks so much for joining us today on the Joy and Hope podcast where we seek to bring light to the dark. If you enjoy our mission, 
We would love for you to become a patron on Patreon. Our patrons are what make it possible for us to continue doing joy and hope full-time, bringing you the inspiring creative content that uplifts you to live more joyful, hopeful lives. So please consider supporting us. Thanks so much for being here today. God bless and see you next time.